Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Dear Hallmark. Each week, I'll bring you reviews of your favorite Hallmark movies and TV shows. So grab a drink and let's see what we're getting into with this episode. everyone welcome to a new week here at dear hallmark my name is dara and this is the space where i nerd out on hallmark channel tv shows and movies and all of that razzmatazz so guys if you follow dear hallmark on instagram you would know that i kind of tripped and fell into hallmark movies and mysteries land over um last week I originally started watching the Aurora Tea Garden, the first one, which I think is called A Bone to Pick, and I made the mistake of starting to watch it at night. And then it was like a couple weeks, and then I thought to myself, let me finish it. I finished it. I loved it. And then last week was when it really started hitting. So I watched the second one, and then I watched the third one. And then I found Picture Perfect Mysteries starring Carlos and Alexa Penavega. And so I watched two of those. And then I saw Mystery 101 with Jill Wagner and my new cousin. Welcome him to the family, everyone, Christopher Palaha. And then I saw that Murder, She Baked was coming on for a marathon. So I DVR'd all of those. Haven't watched those yet, but also secured all of the morning show mysteries, all of the Martha's Vineyard, all but one, I believe, of the Martha's Vineyard. Martha, why am I talking like I'm in New York? Martha's Vineyard Mysteries. I'm just waiting on Crossword Mysteries, Matchmaker Mysteries, and there's some other mysteries. Y'all, I, I think I am officially a sleuther now. And I, I wasn't expecting it because I'm thinking the mysteries are very dark. Like I wouldn't like it. I'm such a sap. I'm such a Skittle, Rainbow, Unicorn, Cotton Candy having person. But these mysteries are and I love it. I actually just finished the last Picture Perfect Mystery on Saturday. And I am so excited. So my plan of attack, I'm trying to finish the Aurora Tea Garden Mysteries. But that one it has the most in the series. So I it looks like I'm going to have to pay for them because as of now, only four of them are free. And then at some point, Hallmark Movies and Mysteries are showing the latter half. Like from I think they're starting with episode 11 going up until the most recent one with Honeymoon, Honey Murder. But I need from five to ten. And so I, what I'm thinking is just getting the DVD collection 
um, and just kind of going from there. But you guys, I'm so excited. And then I think after Aurora, so while I wait for Aurora to like for the DVDs to arrive, I'm going to um, watch Mystery 101 because that has a marathon today Monday, September 20th, it's a marathon on movies, on Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. So when that's finished, I'm going to binge though. Well, I don't want to binge it. I want to savor it. Because y'all, these are so good. If you're not someone who watches mysteries, I need you to take what I'm saying seriously. Because when I tell you I wouldn't touch a mystery with a 10 foot pole, I was practicing social distancing with mysteries before social distancing was a thing. You couldn't put me in a room with a mystery and say it was okay. Okay. So I I'm, I promise you, these are going to be your jam. They're not, at least the ones that I've seen so far, they're not incredibly dark. The first Aurora was a little bit scary. That was when I had to watch in the new, in the noonday, in the morning. But, oh gosh, these are great. These are so great. And I'm so, so far, Picture Perfect is the cutest. I love the theme of like 70s Pink Panther color kind of like mod what is it like a nod to mod with the 60s 70s thing I love it I love it I love it I love it but I think my favorite to watch that's the most interesting and compelling I love actually I shouldn't say my favorite I love them all for different reasons so I explained why I like picture perfect but I I like I really love Aurora there's just something down to earth and Candace is very captivating. I it's just so interesting to me and I really like it. Now <laughs> Miss Jill Wagner and Mr. Christopher Palaha in um Mystery 101, y'all family. That jam and jelly is right with this peanut butter, let me tell you. So with Mystery 101, Jill's character, I forget y'all know I don't remember characters' names. She is a an English professor who teaches a mystery, literally, I think it's called Mystery 101, which is where the title comes from. Um, she teaches, like, mystery writing. Um, but she has Sherlock tendencies in the sense that she has a keen sense of, of observation and deduction. And so she works with a detective, Travis, played by Christopher Palaha, to um, under help him investigate these mysteries which are which is so dope jill wagner is my best friend and i'm just here for everything and anything that she's in a la hallmark and i i just wanted to take this introduction to let y'all know if y'all don't watch mysteries now you need to start and I promise you, you may find yourself trying to bend them. But I like it's like I'm I'm conflicted. I'm toying between like wanting to bend them all because I love them and then wanting to savor it because I know there's so many mysteries, but I, I just want to I don't. I don't want them like because I feel like once I watch them, I don't know if I'll be able to watch them again because I know what will happen. But we'll see. That's the one thing I'm curious to find out with these mysteries. Do they have replay value? If you are an avid sleuther, which are the that's the fan name for the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. 
if you're an average sleuther, could you tell me, do these have replay value? Um, let me know via voice message. There's a link in the show notes where you can leave me a voice message and I can play it here on a podcast. Let's talk about some Hallmark movies and mysteries. What are your favorites? What do you like? What do you want to see? Is there a Hallmark actor or actress that doesn't have a mystery that you would like to see played in a mystery? Let me know. Let's talk about it because your girl is in. I'm in there. We're in there. We're going to sleuth it up. I'm, I bought, um, and this is way before I started watching Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. I bought this beautiful Barnes & Noble exclusive edition of Sherlock Holmes classic stories. And I also purchased uh, the first in a mystery series by Terry Blackstock called If I Run. Bet your bottoms, dollar. I'm finna read those this fall and winter. Hello. Y'all, I'm in I'm in it to win it. Get your game on, go play. That's what I'm about to do right now. I did not think this mystery, I meant this mystery. Look at me. This introduction would be as long as it is, but <clears throat> here we are. So, Miss Nikki Deloach, um Mr. Andrew Walker, we are talking about Sweet Autumn this week. So, let's take a micro break. And then let's get right into this review. Welcome back, friends. So this week we have Nikki Deloach's new Fall Harvest movie, Taking the Reins, premiering September 25th, to be exact. And so I thought it would behoove me to watch a movie of hers because I'm not privy to anything that she's done. Funny enough, though, I realized that I've seen this movie before. I just didn't. Like I had no, I like no awareness. I was not cognizant of who Nikki Deloach is, and I just knew cousin Andrew. So I am grateful that I saw this movie. Sweet Autumn came out twenty twenty, and as I said, stars cousin Andrew Walker and Miss Nikki Deloach. So the premise of this movie is we have Maggie Murphy, who's an investment broker, who. Her thing is she takes small town businesses nationwide and franchises them. And so she goes back home to Battleboro, Vermont. Say that name eight times fast. She goes back to Battleboro, Vermont to the will reading of her aunt D, who owns a candy store there. And it is the jewel of the town. And Aunt Dee practically raised her and her sister. So, first of all, can I just say that's the most chipper will reading I've ever seen in a movie? (laughs) I don't know. It was just something, like, that was the most heartwarming will reading I've ever seen. And the will reading took place via video. They connected a jump drive to a TV. And it was as if the aunt could tell. Like, she knew everyone their idiosyncrasies, their personalities. She knew them all so well that she could predict what they were going to do once they heard what she was going to say. So we have Maggie being left half of the candy shop. And you can see she becomes perplexed because she's like, everyone's thinking, not she, she doesn't become perplexed right then and there. When 
Aunt D tells who the other half belongs to, that's when everyone becomes perplexed because surely she thought the other half would be left to her sister. But instead, it is left to the mysterious Dex, played by Andrew Walker. Now here, the one thing with, with Dex's character, he's supposed to be mysterious, closed off, kind of an enigma, if you will, much like Eric from Journey of My Heart. I will say, though, what I liked better about what they did with Eric and Journey of My Heart than what they did here with Dex's character, with um, with Eric's character in Journey of My Heart, you could tell that he was closed off and that he wasn't one to just give, you know, just to be all warm and welcoming and inviting. Um, he showed it, whereas Sweet Autumn told it. And that's kind of uh, what missed the mark for me was that in the beginning, everyone kept saying, you're so bottled up. And I'm like, I don't see it yet. Like what you're I'm just supposed to assume that because you told me. But we really don't see Dex acting that way until about a good 40 minutes to I would say a a good because the whole thing is an hour and a half and 20 minutes. So I would say a good 35 minutes in is when we start to see the character traits really come come to light with him being closed up. And that's also something that I feel like Hallmark does too much. They say it too much instead of it being uh, shown. And as a writer, because I know I'm guilty when I got my edits back for my novel, um, there were quite a few instances where my editor said, show me, don't just say it, like having it be in a, a piece of dialogue. Why not have it just shown through character and through the way the character acts? So that was something that I wish would have been done better is that I wish we I could have just seen Dex be this kind of closed off mysterious person instead of everyone saying that he is and him really just showing the proof later down the line but I enjoyed Andrew Walker's performance as kind of like he was a he was a diet jerk in the beginning he was like a jerk light l-i-t-e you know and I liked seeing him in that way and I think him and Nikki had great chemistry um, throughout the movie. You see them trying to come to an understanding about co-owning the shop because they had different visions. And even on top of that, Aunt D left them both a stack of letters that they're supposed to open each day of the festival, ultimately leading to each other. I guess she saw she thought before she passed, you know, all these p- people will be perfect for each other and. I don't know what it is with Cousin Andrew and campfire scenes, but we got him kissing another another sister around a, a campfire. He did that with a 27-hour day with all the research. I'm like, okay, they, they, they got a thing for campfires. <laughs> but all in all, this movie was, was sweet. This movie was just one big maple candy melting in your mouth and the after effects paid off. That's how I would describe it. Um, I wanted some maple candies. I wanted to taste every candy that they had. Um, and I also put this in one of my stories. Vermont is one of my autumn bucket list places to visit. I would not want to visit Vermont in any other time except in autumn. I want to see the, the foliage. I want to, I want to do all that corny 
cliche autumn stuff. I want to pick apples. I want to, first of all, can we just talk about Vermont cheddar? Is there anything like it? And then I wonder if their seafood is good because they're in New England. That's something I got to find out. But it's too late this autumn. But next autumn, I think, Lord willing, for my birthday next year, you guys, I really want to be in Vermont. I really just want to have, I want to see the foliage. I want to do some type of maple something or other, an apple something or other, a cheddar something or other. Like, I, I need all the autumn feels i will say this movie gave autumn feels not as much as falling for look lodge which i don't know if i've talked about that yet here on the podcast i probably have and just forgot but i recently watched falling for look lodge and that is the best autumnal vibe i have ever like the way that they portrayed the autumn season in that now the it was ooh, the movie itself was just slow starting off like the the acting wasn't there i i was i was i wasn't fully connected but the way that they translated the season of autumn in that movie good god almighty that movie is the best autumn movie and i'm not saying because like it's not the best movie but in terms of conveying a season well falling for look lodge by far and large is the best autumn movie and sweet autumn is going to be the second i love me a good fall festival you know we gotta have a festival something or other that we're um planning or participating in you know so i loved the sweet autumn festival I loved the foliage. I loved what they did with the wardrobe with all of the browns and beiges and and muted oranges that they put um, our leads in. I, I'm here for it. And I I really liked this movie, y'all. I would give it four crowns. But like I said, that that one crown deduction is because they kept telling me that Dex was closed off instead of showing me right off the jump. Like in Journey of My Heart, you could tell the way Darian did um, Eric when, what's her name? Abby, when she meets him uh, at the, what is it? Like by boats, like he's doing something with, with some objects, like moving them from one place to another. The way he delivered those lines, you could tell he was closed off and he don't, he don't talk a lot. I would have rather seen that and then you tell me afterwards through dialogue like, yo, why are you so closed off? Something like that, you know, but I and I watched this uh, Sweet Autumn. I purposefully waited like I, I did Grubhub and I got Panera and I got a pumpkin cookie and I ate my food and finished it with my pumpkin cookie while watching this. Y'all, you see what I'm saying when I say I'm such a sap? Like, this is why I was so shocked that I liked mysteries as much as I did, because this is the type of stuff I do. Like, there is some type, like, I like to make, when I watch Hallmark movies, I like to make it an occasion, an atmospheric experience. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah, um, even over the weekend, I watched Love to the Rescue, which I'm going to talk about later um, 
via video uh, while I was twisting my hair. And that was an experience. Like I just, I really enjoy experiencing Hallmark movies because they're so, they're so feel good and wholesome. And because they're seasonal with the way that they do their movies, I feel like it's best enjoyed in an atmospheric, um, I want to create an atmosphere for it to be enjoyed in. So Yes, uh, if you haven't seen Sweet Autumn, my goodness, you need to see it. I implore you to see that movie. And with that being said, we're going to take another micro break. And I'm going to come back to close this thing. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of Dear Hallmark. Let me know via voice message, what is your favorite Nikki Deloach movie? or your favorite Andrew Walker movie, or your favorite Autumn movie. Do you have a favorite Hallmark movie that conveys Autumn the best, like gives you the Autumn feels, you know? Like for me with Falling for Look Lodge. And can I also just say, Jonathan Keltz is a G. That dude, we know him, he's been our prince in Once Upon a Prince, and in Fit for a Prince that came out this year. But speaking of Once Upon a Prince, that just came on, not the Sunday they just passed, but the previous Sunday. And I actually have the book right in front of me. It was written by um, a woman named Rachel Hawk, who is a Christian fiction author. And I am so excited. I'm going to be reading that book and then watching the movie. And we're going to be doing a book to movie adaptation uh, further down the line of this podcast. But Yes, so please leave me a voice message. Let me know what your favorite Autumn movie, your favorite Nikki DeLoach movie, or your favorite Andrew Walker movie is. And I look forward to playing your voice message here on the podcast. And please be sure to rate and review the podcast if you're listening via Apple Podcasts. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to Dear Hallmark's YouTube channel. It has the same art just as the podcast here so that you can hear my take on this new Nikki DeLoach movie, Taking the Reins, that's coming out. And any of the new Hallmark movies that that have released this year, you'll find my thoughts on that through the YouTube channel. And then on Instagram, we've created such a beautiful community over there where we just cut up and talk about our favorite people and our favorite movies and our favorite fall. At least we're in fall right now. So our favorite fall things. So be sure to follow Dear Hallmark on Instagram as well. And as always, I look forward to talking with you guys. And I'll talk to you guys in the next episode.